I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Following On. I'm John Norman and today bring you the very latest from within both England and South Africa camps. And whilst the England players are still in lockdown, you're here today from the number one ranked batsman in World T20 cricket about why he's feeling like he's come home. I'd say when we go to Paul, that'll be going home. Um, that's where I made my debut and my first class debut, even though it was the amateur system um, and where I did all my school cricket sort of uh, where I was taught the game. You'll hear more from David Milan about what it's like trying to break into England's much-vaunted top six and plenty more. And you'll also hear from South African coach Mark Boucher about whether his players will be taking the knee. I've spoken to the guy who was driving the whole the whole movement um, within within our setup. He's pretty happy that we've done what we, we, we needed to do. Plenty more from Mark Boucher and David Milan and plenty more cricket chat. You're listening to Following On. So welcome to the show. A week from today will be the first competitive fixture between South Africa and England. Getting underway on TalkSport 2 at 3pm. Uh, teams and toss at half past three. First ball uh, taking place at four o'clock. Make sure you join us. Following on will also be the place to hear a review of the action with match highlights and synopsis from our top team. Three T20s followed by three ODIs and you'll be able to follow all the action here on TalkSport 2. Reports from Cape Town and Pile throughout with Neil Manthorpe as well over on TalkSport. Listen online on DAB or download the TalkSport app. But that's enough of me. Let's hear from England's Darvin Milan, who's been speaking to TalkSport 2's Scott Taylor. You mentioned about not guaranteeing a place inside despite being the number one ranked T20 batsman. Can you remember a time where competition in this T20 squad, a white ball squad, has been as strong as it is now? I think the competition's always been strong. You know, the, since this, you know, Owen took over as captain after that 2015 World Cup, um, you know, the players that he selected and, and had in and around his his team, they've all been fantastic players. And you know, I think especially the guys that have been sort of established, they sort of know that the quality of players below them, you know, the guys coming through, the Roots, the Bantons, guys still waiting in the ring in the wings. Um, you know, and I think that drives them to keep pushing the boundaries. Um, that's one thing that Owen always talks about is keep pushing the boundaries. Um, 
you know, so, you know, that I think drives this team and drives the fact that everyone has to perform when they get opportunities. And there was a time where a, a few years back where it was rare for an English player to even play in the IPO. And you look at the upcoming Big Bash, there's 13 or 14 English players playing over there. Has English cricket ever been this strong in terms of the white ball stuff? I don't think so. No, not well, not in my time um, that I've been playing playing cricket, you know, maybe before that. But, you know, you look at the quality of players, even domestic players coming through now are, are earning uh, places in, in competitions overseas, which... You know, usually only used would be for international players or players that knew someone from from somewhere. Um, you know, so it's a great sign for English cricket that we're producing these players. It's a great sign that we can all play in these tournaments because, you know, that's as close as it comes to international cricket, and that's your learning ground. You know, to be able to play in front of 20, 30, 40,000 players and overseas that pressure you can't you can't um, uh, replicate that in county cricket. You know, when you've got a two or three year contract, so to go and play in these in these tournaments. It, it, makes you deal with the pressure that comes with playing international cricket. And I mentioned the the English players playing franchise cricket. A lot of South Africans have as well. How excited are you to go toe-to-toe with some of the best players in the world? Yeah, it's fantastic. You know, playing against South Africa are always a fantastic team, no matter what the format. Um, you know, they're, they're always a hell of a challenge, especially at home as well. And, um, you know, you look at the way their players did in the IPL, um, you know, so it just shows the depth that they've got at the moment as well. Um, so I think it's going to be a fantastic series. And just finally for me, uh, just one on yesterday's announcement about England going over to Pakistan. You also obviously played in the PSL. How safe did you, did you feel out there and how excited are you to go back to Pakistan if selected? Yeah, if selected, um, you know, the Pakistan uh, government and, and cricket board have done everything in their power in the times and I've been there to make us as safe as possible, the security details and and things that you protocols that you have to go through are, are unbelievable um, you know so i don't think you feel safe or you don't sorry you don't feel um unsafe in pakistan when you're part of these sort of um protocols that they're putting in place you know with all the armored vehicles um you know as long as the standard of that stays the same i can't see too much happening but you know um They've been fantastic in the past, so hopefully that continues. David Milan speaking with uh, TalkSport 2's Scott Taylor. Uh, Another topic to come up, well, the spectre of racism, both within the UK and South African society. And uh, cricket is never too far away from our consciousness, which is uh, how it should be. And yesterday's England's uh, Moeen Ali spoke about his experiences of racism within the game after a report revealed the lack of BAME representatives within umpiring and other positions of power within the East be coaching setup. I can honestly say, hand uh, heart, like I've never experienced anything like that. Um, obviously, played at Warwickshire, Worcestershire, um, and uh, England, and I've never ever felt anything like that. I always felt like if you do well, if you score your runs and take your wickets, you 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 play. And I've been playing now for England for about five, six years now, and always felt at home. Always felt like one of the guys and all that kind of stuff. So. Personally, uh, from a personal point, I've never uh, felt anything like that. I've always been somebody who just believes myself and if guys accept it, then it's good. If they don't, then it's their problem, not my problem. So I I don't know. Uh, Me personally, I've never ever felt anything like that. Um, I'm sure obviously there's other guys who say they have and things will be and have been done about it. Um, But me personally, no, it's always been good. Moeen Ali there. Uh, But this is a topic that was brought up in today's press conference with Darwin Milan by Sky Sports' Fraser Dainton. It's not something I've experienced. You know, it's 
it's not nice to hear these stories coming out and it's you know it's really really good that um you know measures are being taken to allow this never to happen again in instances where it has happened um you know if you look at this england team it's you know people come from all over the world and it's making it as diverse as we possibly can and as a team we have a responsibility of driving certain things and you know we're working quite close to the ecb and trying to sort out some things and put some things in place that you know we feel strongly about because you know there is no place for racism in sport is it something that you is it something that you you talk about amongst yourselves in, in the squad it's it is something that we sit down and, and we have chats about as a group um you know, it's something that we feel really strongly about and it's not something that we want to see in the game. Um, you know, and if there's anything that we can do as a group of England players to, to help change whatever has happened, um, you know, then that's something that we will we will really push hard to do. Well, South Africa coach Mark Boucher has revealed that the national side won't be taking a knee in this upcoming series against England. He's been speaking to the press and believes the team have already made their gesture of support for the Black Lives Matter movement back in July during their 3TC game. I've spoken to the guy who was driving the whole the whole movement um, within within our setup. Um, he's pretty happy that we've done what we we, we needed to do. Um, especially at that particular game, most of the guys or all of the guys that were in that game um, are here in this particular setup as well. Um, from from his side, he just he just wants it to carry on going. Um, like I said, we had the hard chat since Kukuza, and he's pretty happy with where we are at the moment. Um, there are other couple of other issues um, that our president has raised um, going forward with regards to gender-based violence and and also the victims of COVID, where we you know we'll be flying our flag at half mast. Uh, we will be addressing this with with the team. Um, so if there's a black armband to, to wear that, we'll probably uh, be wearing it because of, of the president's call. Um, and yeah, it's just an ongoing thing for us. It's not something that, um, you know, we have to continue to, to show. I think it's more something that you have to live. In, and that's exactly what we're trying to do in our dressing room at the moment with a the, with the big squad. Um, so if, if the guys who, who brought it up, if they're happy with it, um, if they feel that, that we have to do more, then, then that'll be a chat that they're certainly they're open to express their opinions um you know our new value system that we're putting is is about respect it's about empathy and belonging and i think all of those sort of lead lead to an environment which which guys need to feel uh, free and open to to talk about uh, these hard issues Uh, and they certainly have got the support and respect and 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 empathy from from everyone within the unit. Now you can't follow a South African cricket press conference without AB de Villiers getting a mention or two. That proved to be the case again today. The uh, the batsman who scored over 450 runs for the Royal Challengers Bangalore in the recent IPL is in and around the team in terms of press conference talk. Um, with two T20 World Cups coming up in 2021 and 2022. Here's what uh, the South Africa head coach, Mark Boucher, had to say about a potential recall. AB was in, in the discussions um, uh, before before COVID. He's always in the discussions if he's playing good cricket, um, to be honest with you. Uh, going forward, I haven't had a discussion with him at all. Um, he's, he's been playing RPL. He had a very good RPL as well. So we'll see as we close closer to the time in the World Cup. Um, we, I probably will have a conversation with him and see, see where he's at. Um, it's a very open conversation that everyone will get to know about as well. I've never hidden behind the fact that, that we have spoken to him. I still believe he's one of the best players in the world. I think he showed it in the RPL as well. So, you know, if, 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 he's, a, if he's a good, good value um, to, to bring into the protest setup, then, then I stand by what I said before. 
before that, um, you know, why not have the conversation with them? Well, we'll chat more about AB de Villiers, uh, as well as COVID coming through the South Africa camp very shortly with our very own Neil Manthorpe with just seven days to go before the T20 series between South Africa and England begins. You can, of course, hear live and exclusive commentary of every ball of every game of the three T20s and three ODIs here on TalkSport 2. And you're listening to Following On. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweller since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hendrix is it. Oh, goodness me. Jason Roy has just run down the track and has uh, pinned his ears back and swatted it back over long on for six. Victoria's in. Oh, that's a huge hit. <laughs> Massive hit for six Woo-hoo! over deep mid-wicket. Right, Ben Stokes means business. He's in. Sheep around the wicket. Miller swings oh! it to the left side. Six more. Here is Jordan once again. Bowled him. Here is Curran again. Bowls. Six more. Third one inside the power play and he's in. He's bowled and he's hit for six over long on. What a shot from Josh Butler. Jordan in. Bowls oh, to cock over deep mid-wicket. Six more. Oh, You're listening to Following On. I'm pleased to say that uh, Neil Manthorpe is with us. Uh, it's the first time we've heard from the South African camp ahead of the series, which gets underway on TalkSport 2 on Friday. Neil will be reporting throughout on TalkSport from Cape Town and Paul. Saw some photos from there yesterday. And, uh, well, I would rather be you than me over the next couple of weeks at Manners. But uh, some pretty serious topics coming out of the press conference with Mark Boucher. Uh, in and around COVID, um, a few players have, come, have actually been diagnosed with it, um, and also Black Lives Matter. And Mark Boucher saying that after consultation with um, a couple of key individuals within the, the game and within the Black Lives Matter's movement in South Africa, he's decided... And the team have decided how they're going to market. Uh, they will not be taking the knee, but they will be uh, making a gesture towards it. They are in support of it. Just how big of an issue is this in South African cricket as a, as a, as a, uh, in a comparison, I suppose, to UK cricket? 
Well, it's it's huge. I mean, obviously, the legacy of apartheid is, um, you know, it's uh, it's it's just over quarter of a century that uh, that that we've moved towards a more normalised country. But it's but it was three hundred and fifty years of um, basically a colonial oppression. So you know, there's, it's going to take more than twenty eight years um, and uh, uh, freeing Nelson Mandela to you know you you can't you can't just hope that uh, everything's going to be just just fine. I mean, there are still a lot of disenfranchised cricketers, cricketers who feel that they were hard done by uh, during their careers, not given opportunities. Um, and so it was very much a squad decision. I mean, I, I was quite surprised. I thought that uh, they would have taken a knee, at least for the first game. But... Um, uh, but but flags will be flown at half-mast around the country um, in support of Black Lives Matter and also gender-based violence, which is a massive, massive problem in, in South Africa. But but it is important um, that, uh, you know, that, that people know it wasn't Boucher's decision. He did make it clear that he'd spoken to Lungi Ngidi, who became the sort of figurehead um, more by accident than design for the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, but he's very happy to take on that role. Um, and and it was him and cons consultation with the other players who who said that uh, you know they had made the gesture and it was important at the time um, and and for now that that you know that 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 will do. Uh, what about the situation with COVID? Uh, I'm not asking you to name names, but three players um, have it. Uh, this is part and parcel of of sports at the moment. It happens in football. It's happened in rugby. Uh, of course, it's going to happen in cricket. Uh, are we expecting that to have an effect on the team sheets? I suppose from from a week uh, from today. You know, I do, I'm trying to find out which report everybody has uh, called me up saying uh, which report they read and who misreported the case because it is it's a clear case of misreporting. The in the the statement from the team team doctor said that one player had tested positive and i'm not blaming you john because you're as i said you are in the vast majority of people who've read this erroneous report but there are three players in isolation only one of them has tested positive but the other two were deemed to have been in in close proximity for an extended period of time and so they're being isolated as a as a precaution so actually only one player um, has the, the has been has tested and he is asymptomatic, which, it, it, as far as I can tell, most professional sportsmen, if not ninety nine point nine percent of professional fit athletes who have tested for the virus, um, say they were they were have been asymptomatic. Mark Boucher revealed actually that he had it a couple of months ago, nobody knew at the time, um, and he said he had uh, a day and a half of a few aches and pains, but otherwise didn't notice it. He said he would been throwing cricket balls to some of the players in the nets, and he thought he was just a bit stiff from that. But yeah, it's um, it's a lot of it about. I tell you what, um, you know, some of the symptoms of COVID. I'm not treating the the subject lightly, but you know, aches and pains, you know, tiredness, uh, feeling uh, a little bit run down, maybe a little bit of a sore throat. I mean, I've got young kids, man. If I that's basically my life and has been for the last year or so. So if I, it turns out I had it as well in the last few months, I would not be surprised. Um, I want to play you uh, a question and the answer from Mark Boucher from the, today's press conference. I was wondering if, uh, I know during the IPL, a lot of fans and, and journalists, and so they like to like think about uh, an ideal pro tier 11 for the T20 World Cup and so I was wondering if you, if you had, uh, uh, with the World Cup in mind, I know it's a long-term plan, like you just mentioned, do you have an ideal 
uh, 11 or squad um, of 15 in mind? And um, how close are you to, to getting that, that right? And if there are certain positions um, that you're still looking for and, and want to experiment in, what are those positions? If you had asked me this question before COVID, I probably would have said yes. Um, but let's be realistic. We haven't played cricket in, in quite some time. So, you know, with regards to form um, and, and, and aging of players and all that type of stuff, um, I actually haven't got the, the 15 at the moment. Uh, let's start playing. And I think uh, we'll start working out uh, certain positions that, that are solidified. And then there may be certain positions that are open as well. At the moment, because there's been no cricket that's been played, especially in, in our country um, and in white ball cricket, I'd like to give everyone an, an open shot at, at, at trying to put their hands up. Um, I think it's a good space for us to be in. It's exciting because it also, you know, as, as a player, you, you sort of come into it and say, well, listen, you know, there, there are open spots and, and I'm going to be given opportunities, especially now because there's so many tours on, on offer. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, generally when you're picking a World Cup squad, 80% um, of the side sort of selects itself and there's that extra 20% that, you know, there's going to be some tough decisions to be made. And I'm 100% sure that I'm going to have to, well, as a selection unit, we're going to have to make some tough calls. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, the 80% will, will probably push their, push their uh, spots out uh, and, and put, a pen in, put a pen in their hand and write their own names in. Uh, the 20%, let's see, let's see how these youngsters come through um, and let's see how they perform. And then, then hopefully we'll, we'll be able to select a squad or maybe in a couple of months I'll be able to give you that 15-man squad. So listening back to that question and the answer, uh, it's, it's A.B. de Villiers, isn't it? That's the question. It's not now, but it's coming. Is A.B. de Villiers going to play for South Africa again? We know he's not going to play in this series. There's a feeling he might be in and around the squad. Well, it'd be in the, in the team if he's in, in and around the squad. Um, but that's the question I suppose all the journalists are just waiting to ask Mark Boucher. When are we going to see A.B. de Villiers back playing for South Africa? Uh, he was a lot less enthusiastic than he has been in previous times that he's been asked that question. Um, I think, uh, you know, it was very much on the on the cards. Very, really, he would have played in the T20 World Cup had it been played now, as it was scheduled to be originally. I'm sure of that. I have no doubt. Um, but everything's uh, back in the melting pot now. You know, the next T20 World Cup's not until uh, this time next year. Um, and he, he, he's, you know, he's not even... Uh, he hasn't even been signed or registered uh, for domestic cricket in South Africa. So he's not planning on playing any cricket in this South African summer. Um, he'll play the next IPL, I presume, and, and maybe another T20 league, but it's really hard. He's a genius, um, you know, and there's no bigger fan of, of his cricket than me. But um, And Dale Staines in exactly the same situation. They're very similar ages. Staines, 37. De Villiers is heading towards 37. But um, I, I think personally that we've seen the last of, of certainly of Stain and, and almost certainly of de Villiers in national colours. But uh, you know what, if he has another great high IPL in, in, in April, May next year and, and can find some cricket and commits himself to playing in South Africa domestically in the domestic T20 competition, which is just before the T20 World Cup, then, then who knows? But I just think the ship has sailed now. I'd be a shame if that's the case. Um... Mark Batch was also asked about lockdown. Uh, it's not a topic we have to go into in any great detail today. But I tell you what, man, is I've, I've learned a lot from you over the last couple of years. And one of the things I've learned from you is how to tour. Um, you seem to have, uh, over 20, 30 years, you know how to tour. You know how to fit in your exercise routine. You know how to fit in a bit of a bit of manners time, a bit of alone time, yeah, a bit of FaceTime time. 
but also, you know, you, you've got to uh, just squirrel away a few treats in the old uh, luggage, didn't you? Whether it's some Tic Tacs or a bit of Biltong or some uh, Sauvignon Blanc, which you've uh, smuggled over from South Africa. <laughs> you know, it, it, you've got to have little treats in there. You know, little little chocolate, peanuts. I mean, you got any top tips for the players how to get through 10 days of hotel life? Yeah, the biggest one is don't be hard on yourself. Don't just, don't try and man up, you know. Um, it, it just, it, there are times when you will be lonely, when you will be miserable, when you will wonder what the whole point and purpose of this, you know, locking down in a hotel is like. I mean, there have been extensive psychological studies done on the the cabin fever that is commonly called um and it is it's tough so so be gentle and be kind and and if you have a bad day or you make a mistake or, or you you forget to do something or you're feeling miserable then don't beat yourself up about it um and 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 just sort of go with the flow really i mean it's it's like um, don't swim against the tide i mean i always go back to comparing things to the ocean but you know if you get if you get if you get pulled into a rip current, go with it. Just uh, if it's going to pull you below the surface for a while, but you have to go with it. If you fight it, you drown. Um, and so if, you, if, you're, if you're in a strong current and it's a negative one, just go with it because uh, it, you'll come out the other end. I tell you what, for people in England listening to that, wondering if you don't live by the coast, um, thinking, what is he talking about? And but it's absolutely right. And you don't have to just have travelled extensively around Australia, New Zealand or South Africa or places with or on the coast. If you do get into a rip, just go with it. And uh, and that is the same with uh, with life in general, I think, at times. I think we all are guilty of trying to battle a little bit too hard. And sometimes you just got to shrug your shoulders and get on with it. Um, Manners, uh, more pearls of wisdom over the next uh, three weeks. Uh, more... <laughs> seaside analogies and comparisons um listen mate we'll uh, we'll talk next week um you will be uh, across the warm-up on saturday you'll be uh, broadcasting from cape town and uh, from Paul on monday england playing a 50 over warm-up on saturday and two t20s on monday uh, follow that exclusively uh, neil manthorpe will be the only broadcaster uh, in world cricket at those cricket grounds. So um, the following on podcast will follow that. But for now, Manners, thank you. And uh, thank you for listening to Following On. Uh, we will be back on Monday on TS2, but there will be two Following On podcasts on Saturday and Sunday to listen to on ACOS, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. But for now, thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 